Good afternoon and welcome to Talk of the Towns. We try to go beyond the headlines to make sense of the issues facing Maine communities, to share what works, and to seek alternative solutions. Talk of the Towns was aired on WERU Community Radio First in 1993, dedicated to the proposition that everyone benefits when we share our knowledge, our experience, our concerns, and our perspectives. We're about to practice the magic of community radio, in which those of us in the studio and you who are listening create a dialogue that we hope will be of benefit to our friends, our neighbors, and colleagues. I'm your host, Ron Beard, hoping you'll stay with us for the next hour and talk of the towns. Just a reminder that this show was recorded previously and no calls will be taken today. This afternoon, we'll be talking with Kim Hutchinson and some of her colleagues about Project Launch, a program started on Deer Isle, um, associated with Deer Isle Stonington High School, helping students prepare for and make the adjustment and the transition to college. Welcome to Talk of the Towns, Kim. Please give us some background on yourself, and then we'll talk with others that you've brought along today. Ron, I grew up on the island, um, actually from an eighth-generation fishing family. So we've been here quite a while. Um, I went to the schools, local schools, graduated, and then went off to college myself, first-generation college goer. Um, graduated, I went to UMaine, then I transferred to school in Vermont, um, Johnson State College. I graduated from there with a double bachelor's in English Lit and Psychology. And from that point, I came back to the island and was not at all sure what I was going to do. And I applied for a job position, not knowing exactly what it was, with a program called Healthy Island Project, which at that time was about six months old, just an emerging nonprofit focused on community development. And um, actually, it was based on a World Health Organization model called Healthy Cities. And it was all about the idea that every sector of the community could pull together and solve problems, um, sort of from the ground up instead of the top down. And I was young and energetic and idealistic enough to think that sounded like a great thing to do. Um, and they were foolish enough to hire me. So I jumped in and did that for the next 13 years and learned so much about community health and mobilizing and meeting people where they are and you know all the great things that you hear about that kind of work and nonprofits. And then after that, I, uh, I left that position and I had my daughter. I was home with her for a few years and was then approached to start some other youth-based programs through an organization called Healthy Peninsula Project. But from that place, I came to Project Launch. So I guess I'm a local girl who went away for a bit and then came back and I've been here ever since. Great. Well, Kathy, uh, Givens, um, tell us a little bit about yourself and um, how you came into the work with Project Launch. Sure, sure. Well, um, so I've been coming to the island for about um, 10 years when I finally decided there was no place else I really wanted to be. So we bought property and I, when I retired, I moved up here, it's been a couple years ago. And I had a very good friend um, who knew Kim and knew about the work that Kim was doing. And so was, when I was ready to start volunteering, um, I went to her, my friend, and said, what do you think? And she said, there isn't anybody else on the island better positioned to do the work that she's doing. And so that's brought me to Kim. And Kim's been really gracious in um, adding me to the advisory board and um, 
it's just been it's just been a wonderful experience to get to know people on the board and also to support the work that she's doing because I think it's just really important work. Um, I'm a retired school psychologist and guidance counselor. And, you know, there, I just came to the realization that there just need to be more options for our young people. Um, and I think Kim is just absolutely right on board with all the things that she's doing. Oh, great. Thanks for that introduction. Uh, Sage, uh, how do you pronounce your last name? Bragas? Bragas. Bragas. Welcome. Welcome to Talk of the Towns. Uh, give us, a, you're a recent graduate. Um, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. I graduated from Darrell Spring High School in 2016, which is when I met Kim in this program. And at the time, I was just like a senior slacking off, sitting on the senior benches. And Kim was like, you know, you should be, you should join Project Launch. And I was like, I don't even know what that is. And she was trying to get us all to join. And then I was like, you know, we should just do it. So like I got a bunch of us 2016 graduates to join and she taught us a lot about applying to scholarships and then she would follow up and make sure we did apply for the scholarships not to just say like yeah we'll do those and I ended up getting the most scholarships out of everybody in my class because of the help of Project Launch and Kim and so I stayed connected with Kim and I thought I was going to go to the University of Farmington for teaching I was set on it and then, like, a few weeks before school was supposed to start, I backed out. I was like, I can't go to Farmington. I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I guess I'm not going to go to school. And Kim was on it with Project Launch. Like, she connected me with my guru. We talked. We found a different solution. Went to a different school with a completely different major. And now I'm at the University of Maine Augusta for Mental Health and Human Services. And I've stayed connected with Kim and the high school and my guru. And I wanted to be involved more, so I joined as the project launch office manager and I manage all the social media and I stay connected with the kids and gurus and I just love the program. So. Great. And we yeah. should define the word guru that you're using and that's someone who's supporting um, a student or a graduate, someone who's going to college. Great. Well, um, I noticed that uh, Caitlin Harrison is, has just joined us. Uh, Caitlin, can you um, uh, uh, introduce yourself a little bit? Tell us a little bit about who you are. Thank you for doing this. Um, hi. Yeah, I had a lot of technical difficulties at first. Um, my app needed to be updated, and I finally <laughs> got in, though. Oh, um, thank you. Perseverance. I graduated from Dear Austin in, yeah. I graduated from Deer Isle Stunnington in 2019. Um, I'm currently in my second year at Eastern Maine Community College. And I first started hearing about Kim, I believe my sophomore year. Yeah, I think it was my sophomore year. Um, everybody knew it as uh, the pizza lunch. But when we first started taking classes, it was so helpful. We got straight into scholarships and how to move from high school into college and we got our gurus and um, a whole bunch of other stuff. Kim is really, really great. She helped me um, get, get actually into college. For my first semester, I had planned on going to UNE. And when I got my bill back, there was no way I was going to be able to pay it, even after mm -hmm. financial aid. Um, so I contacted Kim and I was like, what do I do? I can't go to college. I don't know how I'm going to fix this. And she helped me get into um, Southern Maine Community College for the first semester. And I stayed there. And then I decided I didn't quite like Portland. So I moved back up to Bangor. And I've just finished my semester there. 
Wow, that's great. What a great story. Well, let's go to Chelsea Brown. Uh, Chelsea, you're the guidance counselor currently at the high school. Tell us a bit about your background and how you connect to Project Launch. Um, so I'm also a Darrell Storrington High School graduate. I graduated in 2013, which was the first year of the program. So my class was the first student group that happened in the program. Um, I was set up with a great rural Actually, Kim was actually my college coach at the time. So we were connected like my junior year of high school and just kind of like, it's been great ever since, just say that. <laughs> and uh, so we kind of like worked together on how do we get kids to where they want to go. Like, so we collabed a lot with the program. So I was kind of already involved my junior year before it started. And then senior year, I got into it. And then I went through as a guru as well. And um, from there, my senior year of college, I ended up interning with Project Launch, working, because um, I went for uh, BSW. And then I ended up working for them the year after I graduated. <laughs> and then I, uh, the year after, I took the job at the high school. So this is my second year here. Um, well, I just finished my second year here. And I work, uh, well, I'm part of the advisory committee now, but... Me and Kim have always worked very closely together. Um, and the program has offered a lot for me as well. Like, granted, like I said, I had Kim who I was very lucky from the get-go, but my guru also helped me a lot too. Like, um, she was three years older than me and very established in school. And she was able to kind of like, just give me the confidence of going to school and saying, it's okay, like you're gonna get there. like things don't happen overnight. Like you're, it's going to be okay. Like, so I've had a very long standing history with project launch. It's very near and dear to my heart. Great. And it's, it's again, that great story of how um, the connections have happened um, and really led you to the position you're in now. It's wonderful. Yeah. It's given me so many opportunities beyond just going to school after school. The connections that I've had from that program has really helped me get to where I am right now and actually fulfilling my career and what I want to do with my life. So. Oh, that's great. Well, let's go to uh, Dennis Duquette. Uh, Dennis, you're the principal. Um, you've been there for a couple of years, three years um, at Deer Isle Stony High School. A little bit of your background, if you could, please. My background is uh, graduated from Siena College in uh, Albany, New York, to be a school teacher. And I was a school teacher for approximately nine years. And then I, I left teaching with a tax cutting proposal in the state of Massachusetts called Proposition Two and a Half, which was 30 years ago, probably. Mm -hmm. And I was working in the private industry for about 13 years when I decided that I wanted to go back to be a teacher. So I got my master's degree in special education and then administration and got back into teaching and then assistant principal, principal, school superintendent, and then... I applied for a job up here as principal mm. in, a, in a small district coming from a high school where I had 1500 students to a high school. Where I have about 130 students and it's been one of the better moves of my life mm. um, as far as the community, the school, the staff. I wasn't on a job more than two weeks when I got a phone call from Kim Hutchison <laughs> and she was, she was bribing me with lunch and she brought me in a grilled chicken sandwich and some French fries. <laughs> little did I know then what I know now and we have developed a relationship and how we can improve this school 
and, and, and give kids more opportunity. And that project launches was something that was a, was a vehicle. Well, I was looking for a guidance counselor immediately. And Kim said, Dennis, I've got someone that would be perfect, but she's a little nervous. <laughs> we got our hooks into Chelsea Brown and we didn't give her the opportunity to say no. So Chelsea's been here for two years and she really has helped uh, direct our school in the most positive direction forward as far as scheduling connection with kids. And of course, working with project launch. Um, Dear Al Swinton High School is, is a great place. Um, and I, I, I do believe that having Kim Hutchison and Project Launch here as one of those tools that we can use to help our kids has been a tremendous success for so many. I think Caitlin said it very, very well, as did Sage, the, the, from both their experiences. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks so much for that introduction. We'll come come back to you in a, in a few minutes uh, as well. And I think um, the, uh, Haley Robbins McDonald, um, you're the uh, owner and operator of Island Daycare. How have you connected to Project Launch? What's your connection? Well, um, I have known Kim all my life. We both grew up here. Um, and she uh, has told me a lot about the project launch program um, over the years. I was part of an, a, the advisory committee for a year or so and, um, but couldn't commit. Um, and I have three daughters. One is Caitlin's age. She graduated with Caitlin last, Caitlin last year and also went to SMCC, which is Southern Maine Community College. Um, and she really enjoyed working with Kim and Project Lunch when she was a senior and moving on to her first year of college. She was hooked up with a great guru who was a few years older than her, who um, actually, I think was graduating from college at the time. So she had plenty of experience and, and really helped my, my daughter with some first year jitters. And um, now I have my second daughter is is about to be a senior this year and she will get hooked up with the gurus and, and I look forward to them really helping out with, um, with her transition to college as well. Great. Well, thanks. And thanks to all of you for being with us. Um, I'm just going to remind listeners that they're tuned to Talk of the Towns this morning. We're talking about a project launch, a project launch um, in uh, Deer Isle Stonington, um, connected with the high school there. Um, you've heard earlier from Kip Kim Hutchinson, who's the director, um, from two um, students, recent students, uh, Sage um, and, and Rachel, um, also from Caitlin Harrison. Chelsea Brown is the current guidance counselor. Dennis Duquette is the high school principal. And um, you've just heard from Haley uh, Robbins McDonald, who's um, on the advisory committee. Kim, can we go back to the beginning and, and talk a little bit about what led to the creation of Project Launch? Um, uh, what was the conversation going on in the community that led to the, the kind of dis describe the need for Project Launch? Well, I'll tell you what happened. Um, and I wish I could take uh, credit for this as an original idea. But actually what happened, I mentioned earlier that I had briefly worked, um, I guess it was two years doing youth development for Healthy Peninsula Project. And what drew me away from that job is that I received a phone call from the Maine Community Foundation. And they were quizzing me a little bit about what I saw around this 
issue of, or was there an issue of college retention and opportunities for youth and you know transition from high school and I thought we were just having a conversation and at the end of it I had said that yes I felt like there was work that could be done and needs that could be addressed and they informed me that they were very pleased that I had had that um, conviction because they had been approached by a community member who had ties to a family foundation who wanted to create a program that would start to look at some of those issues and wanted to hire me to start the ball rolling. So I took a deep breath and jumped in and spent the first year doing a lot of groundwork with students and um, administrators, you know, school administrators, teachers, parents, students, families that had tried to go to college, you know, their students, uh, uh, children, and then ones that hadn't, and just try to get a feeling, you know, to gather information and some data around what was the experience for people here on the island. And from that, I put together a report, you know, my findings and submitted it back to Maine Community Foundation. And they then dedicated a three-year startup grant to the program. Mm. So that was how it got started. And the types of things that I was hearing from people during that data gathering sessions, uh, I think it's maybe not a huge surprise, but, you know, identified and discussed um, things from kids like when they well, or parents, I guess I should say, to start with, very overwhelmed at times by the application process around college and what it meant for them and the financial piece. And we have about a 65% um, unity generation rate of students going to college. So that means that well over half of our families are doing it for the first time. And the high school, through the guidance office, provides support, but they are they have a lot of students that they're working with, so they can't always do it all. Mm -hmm. And then what I found as much as anything, it wasn't that there weren't some resources maybe for families, but that they were very reluctant to even reach out mm -hmm. and try to connect because they had the, a feeling that college is not for us or college is not for my child. So mm -hmm. there was, that was a big piece of something I kept hearing um, from the, and then the financial piece, how does this work for us? A real reluctance to, go too far into something that might incur a huge amount of debt and that they didn't really understand how to, you know, the college application and then financing landscape is very confusing and overwhelming. And there were feelings around that. Um, students who had tried to go to college and hadn't completed were sharing things like they felt out of place, they weren't academically prepared, they felt a very strong pull between uh, maybe a new way of being that they were trying on and then way of being that they were very familiar with and that was pulling them back towards the island um it was hard to be away from friends hard to be away from family and i think just they seem to have a really tough time carving out a new place for themselves enough so that so many of them were saying this isn't really the road for me um how, how about uh, some of the uh, the students um or recent graduates uh sage how do you um you've heard kim describe the early kind of research how does that relate to your experience what were some of the barriers that you felt perhaps to going to to college um that you faced as as you thought about college 
Well, I was also a first generation college student and my, I was raised by just my mom and she worked all of the time. So she also like, when she was around, she didn't know necessarily how to help. And like Kim said, like, yeah, we could reach out to the guidance office, but they have a million things going on, it seems like. And it's also hard to know when certain deadlines are when you've never done it before. So with Project Launch helping, being like, oh, remember, this is coming up. You should try to do this. And the whole financial aid process, when you're a senior and never have done that before, you need so much information. My mom's like, I don't even know where to find that information. So, and the high school does do a financial aid night, and it did go over it briefly, but having someone to sit down and go through the steps with you to make sure you did everything right so you can get the most money you can get was really helpful. And the applying to colleges, that was all right, because I basically know how to put things together, but then it came down to the fees for applying to each school, which I didn't even know was a thing, and we didn't have the money set aside to do that, and so Kim um, arranged with me in the guidance office to get a few waivers, so I could apply to different schools, so I would have an option, and yeah, it was just really confusing, since I didn't know, and no one in my family knew, and so it was just kind of like taking baby steps, hoping we're not going to fall off some cliff, Sure. but Project Launch was there to catch up. Yeah. Caitlin, what was your experience? Um, what were some of the, the uh, fears that you might have had or concerns or, or excitement about uh, going to, um, to college? Um, my thing, too, was a huge financial difficulty. Um, I was also a first-generation college student, so having Kim and Project Launch there was great to help us through all the steps, um, what we needed to do to apply for scholarships, our, um, I had a couple interviews for scholarships and I talked to Kim before each one and she said, just remember to be yourself and be honest. And it was, it was all really helpful. Kim was like, she's the mom of everyone who was in project launch and she helped all of us get stuff done and on, kept us on our toes. Remember to do this. Don't forget your deadlines. Yeah. Right. Really important. And then um, how about Chelsea? You, you know, you relate to it from, from uh, going through it as a student. What were some of the concerns that you might have had uh, about going to college um, or your family might have had about going to college? Um, well, I had really good financial aid, so I didn't have to worry so much about the financial piece. I think for me, the hardest like part that like Kim helped me with but my guru also helped me with is going away from home. That was really difficult. So I started at USM, which is University of Southern Maine, which you wouldn't think is very far, but when you come from a small town and you go to a city that's like one of the biggest cities in Maine, it can be really overwhelming and can kind of just swallow you up. So like getting over that hurdle, especially the first semester, and that, no, you don't have to go out for pizza every night. Like, it's okay not to spend all your money. Like, that piece was a big change for me. I, I mean, I did end up transferring back to UMaine after a couple years, which is University of Maine Orono. But I like the fact that I was able to have that experience of going off and, you know, having the support of, like, you can do it. Just stick it out. Like, it's going to be okay. You're going to be fine. So, yeah, that piece was a struggle for me that really the program helped me with. So. Mm. And Haley, you, yes, go ahead, Kim. Can I break back in for a minute? Yeah. 
I just wanted to say that um, just to like clarify early on, as you were talking about the creation of Project Launch, so soon after that process of information gathering and getting the funding, the school offered to be our fiscal sponsor and we created such a strong partnership with the school and in particular the guidance office. So I wanted to just clarify that Project Launch wasn't started because the guidance office, the guidance department wasn't doing something or that wasn't attending to the needs of students. Um, things do blend, certainly in senior year, where guidance department and may all the staff is helping kids with the applications and the scholarships and the financial aid. But the hope was always that Project Launch could do that extra piece, that the guidance staff is generally so overwhelmed with scheduling and the academics and disciplinarian things and special events. They don't always have the extra or the funding to do it. So the hope was always that we would be able to create a real genuine community school partnership, not just in word, but actually in deed. So I, over the years, sometimes people have said to me that your program just seems like a glorified guidance counseling program. And I brought that back to my advisory committee at one point. And from that, myself and the guidance staff tried to sort of figure out, you know, how are they different, but then how do they complement and work together so well in such a strong partnership? So mm -hmm. I always try to just take special attention to not have it seem that something wasn't happening and that's why we had to come along. It right. was really to just become equal partners with the same goals. Right. Well, I think what you're describing is something that's going to feel or sound very familiar to any rural um, uh, school, any rural um, uh, student or any um, rural parent who hasn't gone through this process, they're going to be describing and feeling those same kinds of things. Um, go ahead, Chelsea, you had a comment. Yeah, off of what Kim just said, which you don't really realize it until you get into this role that like the guidance counseling role, like how much work, like my guidance counselor at the time was Sandy Robinson, absolutely phenomenal. Like she also helped me so much through the process. But I just think Project Launch does a really good job with the kids after they graduate. The guidance office does what they can, but it's really hard to keep in touch with everyone that's graduated from high school already. And that's kind of like where Project Launch comes in, like a big part. Like they make the connection in high school, but they stay with those kids throughout the whole process, even if they stop going and want to go back. Like it's really hard being one person to have a school of 150 kids plus the 150 that just graduated over the past four years like mm. it's hard like it's you can't keep up with everyone some people move out of town some people move out of state like so i think project launch is a really good job of pulling that piece back in and like i i just wanted to add that to Thanks. what Kim was saying um, Dennis, from your perspective, Dennis Duquette is the high school principal. Um, uh, how do you see Project Launch adding to um, what you're able to do as a school? Well, <clears throat> bringing up the current conditions, you know, we're, we're very much a fishing community. Um, and I, we, I've been speaking to the kids for two years now about uh, utilizing Project Launch and looking for different opportunities other than fishing and explain to the kids, you can always go fishing. But if something happens with the fishing um, season, mm -hmm. you've got something to fall back on. So just pushing kids to, you know, leave the island, go to the community college, go to a trade school, you know, get, add something to their, their toolbox. 
because they can always come home. In Project Launch, in our guidance department, myself, we, we, we help to push that for kids that aren't not necessarily college bound for, for two or four years, but at least get them into thinking in the health healthcare, healthcare field, you know, mechanics, um, welding, carpentry, just to gain another skill set. And Project Launch has been doing that. We've done very well, I think, opening up kids' eyes. So it's, it's a huge plus for our, for our community. Mm. So that notion that um, um, I could imagine that um, people in the Midwest in, the, in a farming community, um, yeah. you, you, you grow up in a farming community, and you think farming is the way that I'm going to make my living. Well, uh, farming doesn't, it has real ups and downs in terms of, of and, and fishing does or could. And so what you're, what you're talking about is, is uh, preparing students to be resilient in their employment so that they, they have more than one choice um, as they go forward. As you say, they, can, they could come back to fishing um, and that may be in their family, in their, in their heritage, but they also could develop some other skills that might be added on. Yes, you know, they can always come back home again. Yeah, so whatever that might be, they can always come back to fishing, sure. and their families. But yes, sure. it's just another opportunity. Great. Well, again, I'll remind listeners that they're tuned to Talk of the Towns. We're having a wonderful conversation this afternoon um, with folks from Project Launch um, down in Deer Isle, Stonington, um, associated with the community and with the with the high school. Um, What's the role of gurus? Um, some of you have been gurus. Um, talk a little bit about what it's been like to be a guru, um, a support person to someone who's um, making the transition from high school to college. Um, Sage, you've been in that role. Um, talk specifically about the guru road role. So when I was a senior, I was assigned a guru and me and Kim's relationship started off a little rocky. She was like kind of annoying me to do all these scholarships. And I was like, who even is this lady? Like, but then I quickly was like, oh, wow. Like she knows what she's talking about. And it like just flipped a switch. And then I was like texting her all the time, like obsessed, like, please help me. And then I knew we were going to be getting assigned gurus. And I was like, listen, like, I'm pretty picky. I don't know. You're going to give me someone. I'm not going to like them. I'm not going to use them. And she gives me the best person she could possibly give me. I connect with that person immediately. We're texting all the time, but I don't let go of my relationship with Kim. I'm still texting her like the same questions. They're on the same page. They help me the same way. And then things start to, as I go through school more, I'm not necessarily reaching out to my guru as much. So I connect back with Kim and I'm like, I'm ready to be someone's guru now. I want to help someone like mine had helped me but once again I'm like you know I'm picky like da, 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 da. and then so she connects me with the student and we click and I messaged them but I was also at that point working in the school a little bit more substituting and stuff and so I have kids all of the time message me like not even kids that are I'm assigned to and they're like hey can you help me with this like I don't know what to do like should I ask him this I don't want to annoy her and I'm like she it's not annoying like she wants to help you project launch wants to help you so I give them my advice and then I'm like this is Kim's email this is her number the project launch office is open at this time and so even if like you're not assigned to a particular person this program is you know you can reach out to anybody because everybody wants to help and everybody wants to see you succeed especially your guru but it's just an open relationship 
Kim, how do you how do you make that match? It sounds like in in uh, Sage's uh, situation, you had to help make the match both times. It's it's to ma matching her with a guru and then finding a student that she would be best suited to work with. What's that match like? Matching process like Kim. Well, the um, the actual guru model um, again. I wish it was my original idea, but the uh, kernel that started that is that I was talking with my niece, um, who I adore and who started out as before project launch, started out on her college path and she really struggled and she ended up leaving before she completed her degree. And at a family gathering, not long after she had left college, I saw her and I said, hey, you know, what's happening? Like, tell me what's up with you, what's happening in your life and how are you feeling about it all? And she started to talk about, you know, some of the challenges she had had with college and Project Launch was just starting. That was when I was in that first year of information gathering. And so I said, you know, what could have helped? And I t talked to her a bit about the program I was starting to put together. And she said, oh, my God, I would have given anything for a program like that. And I just want you to know that I'll talk to any students that you want me to about what it's really like. And that sort of stuck in my mind. Um, anybody that knows me know I kind of have a running loop of possible ideas and crazy dreams and things that we maybe could do. And so over a bit of time that grew and I began to think, wow, if we could actually create a program where we drew on the resources and the wisdom and the support that we already have in our community and in our school and sort of a shared experience, I felt like it would be so powerful as opposed to maybe a mentoring program or support program that came from outside of our immediate circle. So the gurus grew from that. And what they are is a group of past Deer Isle Stonington High School graduates who have gone to college themselves. And they've either recently graduated with their degree or they're still in college, but we like them to have a few years of college under their belt before we make them a guru, just so that they have that experience and you know can kind of be a guide. So we have a great, um, we have over 40 trained gurus that we can match our students up with. And the matching itself happens when myself, Chelsea, as the guidance counselor, Susan Siebert, who's the um, office guidance office manager, we sit down and comb over the list of students and possible gurus that we can match them with. And we might go through it four or five times before we feel like we're comfortable with the match that we made. And then we show it to Dennis and say, you know, put in your input around this with the kids and what you think could be a good match. And sometimes we base on shared interests. You know, there might be a student that is studying a similar thing as a guru, or if they're at the same college, that might be a good match. Um, or they might have a shared passion outside of either of those arenas, like sports or music. Um, and sometimes we just think personality, you know, like, yes, this person would work well with this one, maybe not so much this one. Um, so it's sort of a, what do they say, like a organic process, right? When it could fall apart at any minute. Um, but we always say to the guru and the student, this is just our best guess as a match for you. And then I check in regularly just to find out from both, does this feel good? Does it seem like it's working? And if it doesn't, we rematch. It, there, there's not a lot of stress around it. We don't want the students to feel like they have to connect if it doesn't feel comfortable for them. Um, and most times it's worked great. 
Great. That's, that's wonderful. And it sounds like that's a really key element and something probably the high school wouldn't necessarily be able to do on its own because there's this notion of um, um, the, the, the guidance staff or the high school staff is primarily concerned with students who are in school now and the guru process and, and you're following students into college is, is a really extra added uh, feature. Um, I'd like to ask um, Kim again to start with and then others may chime in. Fairly recently, you've had a, a new focus, kind of a recognition that not all students are going to go to post-secondary um, education. Um, some of them are going to right into the workforce. And you heard from um, business owners and, and uh, community leaders to say, is there a way for um, Project Launch to help with that transition, the transition from the world of being a student to the world of being in the, in the, in the working world. Uh, tell us a little bit about that background and then I'll see if there are, are comments from others um, because I think that's an interesting feature of, of what you're doing. Well, it is interesting and it's something that we're so excited about and actually has probably been three or four years in the making. Um, we started the conversation as an advisory committee I know three years ago around, really it was coming from an emotional place, just purely emotional, where we felt that it didn't feel good to have a support in our high school that was offered just for some students, those ones that had an intentional dedicated interest in a college path and not others. And we always said and felt that the program is open to any student, but it was targeted towards those college bound kids. and. It, as the program grew, um, and like, was it Caitlin who said, you know, kids associate it with a pizza lunch and, and they associate it with some other fun stuff. And for me, as the director, it felt increasingly bad to be going off with a group of kids and feeling like I was leaving some other kids out just because maybe college wasn't the right fit for them. And I personally don't think it is the right fit for every student. Um, that's never what the program has dictated that every student should attend college because that's just not the case. There are so many different ways and paths of being in the world. And we just got to a point as a program where we wanted to support them all. So we decided to open up, uh, we wanted to open up our programming so that it was a similar set of supports and opportunities for every student, regardless of whether they wanted to do college, workforce, undecided, or something completely different. Um, the concerns that we had were around funding and staff and starting to do something that we might not be able to maintain or do very well because of limited funding, limited staff, time, resources. But having said all that, about a year ago, the committee decided, you know, we're just going to jump in and going to see how this works. And maybe we'll just start at first with a few students and see how that goes. And, you know, do they want to be part of what we have to offer? So we kind of retailored the program and that opened up so many other avenues for me because I started to do research into sort of national and state models around how do you support those students in high school that know they don't want to go to college but they want to have some sort of plan or skill building or trade you know something that they do and I got so many different ideas and you know very excited about it I was sharing them with advisory and you know we all got increasingly invested in the model as we went along and you know talked to school board talked to school administrators and everybody was um you know really on the green light um so that's kind of how it started and then i felt like one of the first important steps was to hear from like you said we were getting feedback from employers 
around, hey, you know, we need more skilled workers. Um, you know, we have a huge need. The workers aren't showing up. And so having those kind of, sort of coffee shop conversations, but I felt like it, we really needed to pull together in a formal way and have start to develop a network of supporters. Because what I was finding is that to truly prepare students for a workforce path, apprenticeships, internships, job placements, those are the things that you start to look at. And it's uh, similar skill building, but it's a different focus of what they need to have available to them. So this past February, we took all those coffee shop conversations and compiled those folks into a invite list and had a community forum middle of February, cold night. Um, we'd invited a lot of people, but I was going to be happy if 12 or 15 showed up. We had almost 70 people that came um, from the entire Blue Hill Peninsula and beyond. And all those folks around the table were saying, I want to do everything I can to help. So we started to develop, like I said, the internships, the apprenticeships, um, identify the students that were interested in entering into this, what we're calling the workforce readiness part of the program. And then with COVID, everything has gotten really thrown off, um, including a pretty amazing uh, career fair that we had put together that was supposed to happen early this fall and some other opportunities for our students. We did manage to identify three different opportunities of local employers that wanted to have kids step into an apprenticeship after they graduated. And we just haven't been able to put it together um, currently like we had hoped, but I've been pulling together a lot of virtual resources for students and making partnerships, you know, developing some new partnerships with larger organizations in the state, you know, in particular Educate Maine, Maine Spark, um, you know, some virtual internships and um, just, you know, trying to see how we can do work with the pieces we have right now and keep this initiative afloat. Great. Well, let's, let's see if there are others who want to contribute to that part of it. Um, Haley Robbins McDonald, you're a, um, a, a business person. Um, how would you see Project Launch helping you? Do you have employees as well as yourself? Um, so yes. how might Project Launch fit into what you're trying to do? Well, um, I do have employees and um, I own a childcare center and some of my employees have been to college and some haven't. And um, I guess if they were coming right out of high school, I would like Project Launch to be um, helpful in teaching them some work skills, like to be on time or, you know, just going to work with a positive attitude and don't use your cell phone all day long at work and <laughs> things like that, that I think that maybe people who haven't held a job before just don't realize that that's, that stuff isn't accepted in the workplace. And um, I can see where Project Launch could give some, some training for kids in um, maybe generalized training in um, just how to, how to be a responsible employee. Mm. And um, uh, 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 Kathy, you're, um, you probably remember some of the conversations on the advisory uh, uh, committee. Um, what was your perspective on adding this piece? Well, what, what were some of the conversations with other advisory committee members? Right. Well, um, I came in just this past year. So uh, a lot of the conversations had already taken place, but I was so happy that they were at this place where they were going to start to support 
students who did not want to go right into a college path. Um, and I just remember from my days in the guidance office that there weren't a lot of options for kids that either went to college or what were they going to do? Get a job that didn't require a lot of skill. And I just, and I remember dropping my son off an 18 year old at college. And I thought, I really question the wisdom of this. I mean, I, I didn't think he was really ready to go, but that was expected and that's what everybody did. So I think it's great that we're, you know, opening the box a little bit. I think the landscape is changing so much that kids don't necessarily have to go to college to be successful. Or if we can make it seem okay and more normal to take a year off and do an internship and figure out really what you want to do and what you're all about. So I am really excited about this, Kim, and we'll do whatever you want me to do to support this. <laughs> Great. Let me just turn briefly to Dennis Duquette, who's the principal at Deer Isle Stonington High School, and ask about this new um, element of Project Launch, this notion of getting um, uh, students ready for the, the world of work. Well, that's, that's been a push of ours for sure. Um, and as was mentioned by several people here today already, a four-year college is not for every student um, for a variety of reasons. So there's this push to get that, that, that new level of skill or, or a trade. Um, in addition to going to college, give them the opportunity. We want every single student to feel like they have some value and that there's more to life than just maybe what they were brought up on because of lack of confidence or lack of opportunity or lack of someone like Project Launch um, the guidance department, myself, building confidence in kids to take to take chances, to take risks, to to think outside the box. So all you know, you wrap this all together, and I'm going to say we're very competitive here at the high school. And I, what I mean by that is that we want our kids to have to, to find success in life, you know, for job opportunities, you know, great social and personal relationships, and all this comes together. Um, and we want our kids to find success. So it's Project Launch has been a huge uh, platform for us, positive. Great. Well, um, um, I just remind listeners again, we're talking about Project Launch on, on Deer Isle, um, associated with Deer Isle Stonington High School. Kim Hutchinson is the director of Project Launch. We have members of the advisory committee. Um, and we've just been joined by Rachel Shepard. I'm so glad you could be with us. Um, uh, Rachel, you graduated um, a few years ago, um, a few weeks ago, rather. Um, so tell us a little bit about your experience and your connection to, to Project Launch. And then I'll begin to, um, the the hour is going back by so fast. I'll begin to, to wrap things up, but tell us a little bit about your story, Rachel. Um, well, I really didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. Um, in the beginning, I went like back and forth, like wanting to go to college and not, and um now through project launch i have like just wrapped my head around what i want to do where do i want to take myself and um i like come to a conclusion of doing online the first year and then going to college the second year and um doing it for early childhood and um, 
being able to run my own daycare, getting um, at the end. Um, and then my plan is um, to get my own tiny house too. So. Great. Great. Well, thanks. Um, stay right with us and, and uh, we'll um, bring you in at the end. Uh, Kim, is there anything else in, in terms of, of the overall program um, uh, that you want to mention before we kind of uh, begin to uh, uh, go forward? How do you track success, for instance, Kim? How do you keep track of the, um, the students that have gone on to college or got, gone into the world of work when that, when that program launches? And then how do you tell those stories? Well, I, of course, it's a combination of sort of quantitative and qualitative information. We definitely track how many students we have in our program. At this time, over 125 students have voluntarily joined our program. So we keep those numbers. We try to keep in touch with everybody the best that we can to find out, you know, who graduated, what changes were made, um, who, you know, completed a degree who didn't, why, who came back, you know, we're starting more and more to work with uh, second time or third time learners that um, may or may not even have been in our program initially, but tried college, didn't work out, now they are trying again. So we just keep track of all that data. Um, we don't have it in some sort of a fancy, you know, mechanism where we can spit out percentages or, I mean, I do them with my calculator at my desk, you know, and then I check them against the math person on my advisory committee and say, is this right? You know, does this, is this a right, a correct percentage? And, um, you know, so we're not really uh, sophisticated maybe as much as we could be with our evaluation and assessment data, uh, except for those basic numbers. And, but then we do a huge amount of feedback and conversations with parents and students and how can we make the program better? what was helpful, what wasn't, uh, what was your experience. And we try to keep all that, you know, I do. Um, we do focus groups, Ron, you led a series of community focus groups for us a few years ago, just to try to bring out the experiential part of it for our program participants, and then use that information to move forward and develop the program and move it in the directions that it needs to be. Um, so I guess that's sort of how we tell that story. Great, and I, I, I think just the stories that you're able to capture um, and the, um, the testimonials, if you will, um, um, that you are able to gather and, and get people to talk about are important. So we'll have about a minute apiece um, to talk about your hopes. So I'm gonna um, start um, with um, Sage and then go to Chelsea and, and we'll, we'll keep going. Just uh, what, are you, what are your hopes for project launch and, and this kind of effort on, on, on Deer Isle? Sage? Well, Project Launch has helped so many kids thus far, and I just want them like, to be able to continue to help kids, whether it's seniors in high school or it's people deciding to go back to college later on in life or anyone that just needs the support for the next step. And we've done a good job doing that so far, so I don't see that ending anytime soon, but I just hope to grow our numbers of the program and get more people involved and start more internships and involve the business side into product launch so students don't feel like it's just for college kids. Great. Caitlin, I'll, I'll go to you and then I'll go to Rachel. What are your hopes, um, Caitlin, for the future of project launch and, and this kind of effort? Um, adding on what Rachel said, project launch has helped so many kids and I just hope that they continue 
to help kids get through the process of getting into college and then helping us with the first year jitters and um, the gurus. Uh, I was, I'm really excited. I started training just a little bit to be a guru and I've been thinking about it and um, I hope to help other kids who might not know what they're doing their first year and through Project Launch, they have so much to offer. And I just hope kids can see that and um, take a step towards it. Great. Thank you so much. Um, Rachel Shepard, what, what are your hopes um, for the future of Project Launch and, 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 and your, your own work with it? Um, I hope that like Project Launch like stays um, the way it is now because it helps a lot of kids um, and maybe like adding like some like different like workforce things to like help them get ready for college and what college will be like and um, like giving them just a little like sneak peek of yeah. um, Thanks. Thanks so much. Uh, Chelsea, um, you've had both roles. You've been a, um, a student, a guru, and now you're working in the, you're the guidance counselor. What are your hopes for Project Launch? Um, I'm hoping that it, like the internship and apprenticeships that they're doing ends up being success and that we can continue to collaborate in the school closely like we do and just fully supporting the kids in any type of direction that they plan to go, whether that be school or not school, taking a few years off and going back to school, um, working with business owners to feed in people. Like, I just hope that we can all just keep working together and expanding the program to help all kids, not just the ones going to college. Oh, thanks, great. Um, Dennis Duquette, uh, high school principal, um, what, what are your hopes for Project Launch and, and the overall effort that uh, is being made? Well, we've got a very good thing going, and I, I, I want to continue to build that level of, of hope and optimism with our students to take those chances to realize that they can do almost anything they want to do. As we've talked all day about, you know, two-year college, four-year college, job placements, you know, career building, um, building that program that kids will trust our advice and give them that, that just that bit of confidence to try something. And I... And I, if I could use a good example, I look at a lot of the successful fishermen we have in our community, and they took a risk. At one point in their life, they took a risk to buy a boat, to take that next step forward. And I want our kids to do, take that same risk. And it may not be buying a boat, but it might be doing something different. Mm-hmm. But we just got to build that confidence that there's more out there. And with the right, with the right connections, and you talk to people along the way, like through Project project grad that we can avoid making mistakes and, and building that building that level of confidence. Thanks. And briefly, um, Haley McDonald um, Robbins, what's your hope? Well, I think I would agree with what everyone else has said that I hope that the relationship between Project Launch and our school continues to, to grow. And um, I just want to say that one of the Dennis mentioned the size of our school only being 130 kids and one of the biggest benefits of that is that Chelsea and Dennis and Kim know all of the students personally. And I think that is one of the things that's made this so successful that knowing all the children so well, they 
can match them up with a guru because they knew the gurus when they were in school and they, they know all their personalities. And, and I think that that's, um, it's so wonderful as a parent to go into the school and know that all of these people are watching my children and know them and love them and, and are, you know, looking out for them. So, Thank so you. Um, I hope that really continues. Thank you. Very briefly, Kathy, we're only got about a minute left. Kathy Gibbons, what's your sure. hope? Sure, sure. Well, I hope that Kim continues to be as successful in fundraising as she has been this year. Um, and it's a combination of community support, both Deer Isle and Stonington support project launch. But Kim does a lot of work um, applying for and very successful receiving grants. So I hope she can, can continue that. And also that the state continues, or private foundations continue to support this work. Kim, again, very briefly, um, contact information for a project launch. I think you have a Facebook page. Um, and then what, what's your hope for the future? Contact information first. Contact information for project launch is um, our website, actually, Sage, what are you, is it DIS Project Launch? Uh, well, yeah, if, 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 people, if people Google Project Launch, they'll find it, Dear Isle Stonington. Kim, um, again, sure. very briefly, what's your, what's your hope? What's your hope? Um, my hope is to build on the partnerships that we've created to, to continue to have such a strong collaboration with our school system, which is a godsend, um, to keep igniting fires under the passions of our students and come up with a plan for them of how to reach their goals and to just keep being here and moving forward. Great. Thank you so much to all of you. We've come to the end of the hour. Be sure to join us from four to five on the second Wednesday afternoon of each month for Talk of the Towns. Podcasts of our programs can be found in the archive section of the WERU website. If you've got comments or suggestions for topics, please email us at news at weru.org. Our theme music is a medley from Coronac on a Balmain House Highland Music Recording. Thanks again to Kim Hutchinson, Director of Project Hunt, for arranging on this, morning's, uh, this afternoon's program and for those who um, were helping with that support. Thanks to underwriters. Thanks to Andy Brown to help engineer our program. Stay tuned for Ralph Nader Radio from 5 to 6 and Jazz Straight Ahead with Larry Stahlberg from 6 to 8. This is Ron Beard, producer and host for Talk of the Towns, wishing you a good afternoon. <laughs>